The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Someone in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. But Jesus said to him, Friend, who set me to be a judge or arbitrator over you? And Jesus said to the crowd, Take care, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of possessions. Then Jesus told them a parable. The land of a rich man produced abundantly. And he thought to himself, What should I do? For I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build larger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, You have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life is being demanded of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So it is with those who store up treasures for themselves, but are not rich toward God. The Gospel of the Lord. Before getting into the scriptures, I uh, just have to give some thanks to Father Isaac. This, this is his last weekend with us here before he takes up his service in, at Sacred Heart Parish in Trout Creek. Uh, we've been very blessed to have him here with us. He's certainly, uh, I've, I've found him to be a prayerful man, a humble and gentle man. Uh, and they are up in Trout Creek, the people there, they're, they're certainly getting a wonderful priest to join them there. I do hope that you'll have a chance to join us in the hall after the Mass. Uh, Father Isaac, it'll be kind of his last appearance. He'll be down there for, uh, to, for us to have a, an opportunity to say goodbye to him to, and to pass on to him our best wishes and our prayers as well. I've tested the food already. It is good, so no, no worries about that. So even if it's just for a minute or two, just to let him know that our prayers and thoughts are with him as he goes on to minister uh, in a new parish, or at least new for him. I've been, I've been away for a couple of days this week, and when I got back, I, I've seen that he's been busy, hard at work, packing boxes and, and bags, getting ready for his new ministry. It seems like we're always getting ready for something. Anyone who's had a job interview knows that uh, the interview goes best when you get ready for it. Maybe we have some young people, some students among us, who are getting ready for a new school year already. An engaged couple will spend considerable energy getting ready for their wedding. And expected parents will spend many months getting ready for the new life that will uh, join their family. When the risks are higher, 
getting ready is even more important. Earlier in the month, I went sailing for a few days, just checking up some spots between Sandbanks and Presqu'ile. Of course, I had my own plans for where I wanted to go, but in this case, being ready obliged flexibility and knowledge of weather forecasts and safe harbors. We strive to be ready because we know there are many powers beyond our control. I may have had my own plans, but being ready demanded respect for those things more powerful than I, the winds and waves. It required planning to ensure enough food, supplies, fuel, and power for a pleasant and especially important, especially safe experience. It should be no surprise that our need to be ready would spill into our spiritual lives as well. In the gospel for the next few weeks, Jesus encourages those who listen to him to be ready. He says to his disciples, be on your guard. Something is coming, and our Lord wants his followers to be prepared for it. In fact, he hints that the eternal joys of the kingdom of God will be best experienced by those properly prepared for its coming. So for the next few weeks, we're going to look at how God's will helps disciples to be ready for the coming joys of the kingdom. In today's gospel, someone approached Jesus with a simple request. Tell my brother to divide the family inheritance with me. The situation hurt and frustration is easy to imagine. This individual seems to have been seeking some justice for his fair share. Perhaps the request came from a genuine need so the petitioner could provide for their own family. Indeed, God does want us to approach him. He loves our prayers and welcomes us to set our needs before him. Last week, we heard how God has even taught us how to pray by giving a model for prayer in the the Lord's Prayer, or the Our Father. This God-given ideal for prayer does include a petition for our daily bread, but that's not all that's contained in that prayer. That petition doesn't even make up the bulk of the Lord's Prayer. The commandments, the Beatitudes, the words and message of God, and the examples of so many holy men and women found in Scripture reveals that God has a moral will, a plan for how he wishes us to live out our lives, how he wants us to act and use the gifts he has given. And it applies to everyone, everywhere. His will is a kind of manual for living. The best way to keep your car running well is to follow the directions of the designers and builders, to follow the guidance of the manual. Likewise, the best way to be ready for the coming of God's kingdom is to be familiar with the expectations of our Maker. Being truthful is God's will, as are the commands to honor parents or refrain from theft. It's God's will to love and respect one another, to seek reconciliation and look out for those in need. Be on your guard, Jesus says. 
Sometimes God's will opposes our own plans or seems extra burdensome in light of the particular challenges of life. We might think of the trials that arise when faith is shaken or despair takes root, when a relationship becomes a burden or injustice threatens. We may ask, does he really wish me to forgive someone who has hurt me? Does he really want me to be kind to a cruel boss? Or does he really expect me to come to church here each week after working so hard to feed the family? Maybe the request made by the individual who sought Jesus' assistance in obtaining their share of a family inheritance was fair, but it also reveals what was going on in their heart. Coming before the Maker of all, standing before the author of life itself, he didn't praise God, seek forgiveness or guidance, ask about how to pray or how he could better live out God's will. The man didn't ask for the strength needed to become holy or beg that his deceased family members be welcomed into the kingdom of God. No, instead, he asked for stuff. He may very well have come before Jesus with a just appeal, perhaps, but perhaps his desire for justice here blinded him from seeing the much larger opportunities of the kingdom of God. God wanted him to be ready for an eternal kingdom yet to come, while he was more concerned with an undoubtedly frustrating but ultimately temporary problem. The solution is found here. It's in the worship of our church where we listen for and learn about God's moral will. It's in the fellowship of our church where we support one another in living out God's will. It's in the service of our church where we practice living out God's will and gain clarity about how God wishes us to be like him. Some here are facing incredibly challenging moments in life. Others are in a position of having to make difficult decisions. Many face fears over the future. Definitely bring those challenges, fears, and situations to our Lord. Present them to him today in our worship, especially during communion. But don't forget to seek out his will. Through the lens of Scripture and the teaching of our church, ask him how he expects the challenges of life to be faced. Ask him how to endure fears or make that difficult decision. God of all, you made the world and have given guidance on how you expect your people to live. Guide us by your Spirit to discern and learn better your plan and will for our lives. Lead us to bring to you any decisions we might have to make, along with any challenges or fears that oppress. May we never forget that it is Jesus who is our life, in whose name we offer these prayers. Amen.